Hi, I'm sitting here with the lovely Shalina. And I'm sitting here with the lovely Neka. Welcome to What's Your Safe Word? A podcast about declarations of resistance by us, Women at the Center. Hey everybody, just a reminder that today is a continuation of our podcast from last week. Uh, So we'll be continuing the conversation on Unbelievable. So if you haven't heard last week's podcast, listen to that to get what wine we're drinking and to get our intro. And then today you will get to hear our outro and our wine rating. So as with last week's uh, trigger warning, we just wanted to let everybody know that the conversation we're going to be having is a continuation of some graphic content. We're going to be talking about sexual assaults, we're going to be talking about police violence and again just uh, encouraging the community to practice self-care and just be good to yourself as you're listening to this. So simultaneously that all of this is happening, great discussion everybody, was the main survivor, Marie Adler, was charged with false reporting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we actually said what happened to her. So basically what happened was that, and I, you've watched this far more recently than I, Shalina, so I will probably get some of these details jumbled up. But essentially what happened was that she was called back in, she took back her statement to say, nope, it didn't happen, went home, felt off about that because it happened, felt that it was wrong that she took it back, went back, said again, yes, actually, this did happen. And then the police... Dragged her into a room. Dragged her into a room, said, you're going back and forth, like, you can't do this. And so she took it back again. Mm-hmm. So she reported and then didn't twice. And basically, in that, like, in one of those times, they said to her, you realize that false reporting is a crime. Yeah. And so you better not false report because this is a crime. And so she was like, fine, it didn't happen. It was happen. the first time you'll yeah. be charged. And yeah. so she took it back. And then was later charged with Mm -hmm. false reporting. So they threatened her with it and then actually charged her with something that everyone said they never charge anyone with. The lawyer, yeah, Yeah. the lawyer actually said this is And that's where the harm began because then she was losing certain things. Her friends stopped believing her after she Mm -hmm. had to endure people just looking at her and saying, Mm -hmm. no, that didn't happen to you. Mm -hmm. And then her questioning herself, that is so deadly. It was. It it was, they made her question her own like conviction and what happened like it was yeah. disgusting yeah it really was like she started to doubt herself yeah. because it was psychological of oh it was absolutely that, right and it's i think like when we that. see that is actually when she goes to the psychiatrist yeah which is a right. super interesting experience yeah. and yeah, she goes in she refuses to talk to the woman mm-hmm. the psychiatrist and then they Court sit appointed. there for oh yeah it was court appointed, appointed yeah, yeah because she was charged and um, they sit there for like 30 minutes not talking and then the therapist says to her you know we can talk about something else like have you seen any movies lately have you done anything read any books and so she talks specifically about Zombieland and she talks about how the people survived and like what they needed to be able to survive and the therapist actually led and facilitated quite an interesting discussion and mm-hmm. like unpacked a lot of her she stuff. She was really in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did really, really good. But in that uh, meeting, they talked about how, she talked about how the only way to survive is to assume everyone else is an enemy. Mm-hmm. And that was really interesting. And then she also pointed out um, that she was assaulted twice. 
once by the attacker and then once by the police. And I would even argue once then by the criminal society, system. Yeah. Yeah. And, or just society. Or society. And, well, that's yeah. maybe a fourth attack. And her right? housing. Her housing and yeah. her family. And so that's basically. And her friends. And so that was how. So her friends all kind of turned on her because they felt that she was making this up and it was causing them harm. Made it about them. Mm-hmm. She lost her housing because she was now involved in a criminal case. Yeah. She lost her job because, because it tried to happen again. Yeah, someone was fucking creeper. Yeah, someone was like sexually assaulting her at work or sexually harassing her at work rather and she didn't feel safe going into work and the, meanwhile the reason that she was even in the space with the guy was because they wouldn't let her work on the floor yeah. they put her in the warehouse yeah. Yeah. yeah and so then she lost her job yeah and so it was like she, we watched and it was not in all in one episode this is happening throughout the series kind of yeah like Shalina said like kind of parallel to the other cases you watch as she loses mm-hmm. everything yeah and when she gets like given these this charge of false reporting she ends up getting a lawyer through um the free one what do you get at the courthouse it's just like legal the, aid legal aid yeah, yeah it was basically like a legal it's like aid somebody doing her favor and got her linked up with somebody yeah but then it, it it really hurt me the most that she had to go to the person who had done the harm to her in the first place by calling in the cops to beg for money and to beg her to pay five hundred dollars so she was able to go through that what was the five hundred dollars for again? Um, it, it was, was a fine. Her file. It, it was, was a fine. fine. Right. It was mm-hmm. like a fine, but she had to go and ask for the money from the person who did the harm. Oh, the, the, the mom. Came with conversations yeah, of right. the conversations mom, yeah. and yeah. it was just and yeah, she pretty had much to, accusing her of being super irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, and so and then I think we touched on it earlier, like the fact that so Colleen and Al were kind of the foster parents that she felt most close with, and then she went to go see them, and Al wouldn't even be in the same yeah. space with her, like. She was just on yeah. her own, and completely so, on her own. Yeah, and so when she was in this therapy ses- session, the therapist actually asks her, like, what would you diff- do differently? And she said, I would lie earlier and better. The truth <sighs> is, the truth is inconvenient, and it didn't fit, and they didn't believe it. Yeah. And, like, that was... That hit me. That and I agreed hard. with her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agreed with her, yeah. and it was like, I felt so bad that... I had to agree with her living in pain by herself yeah. than to have everyone else put her in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? It's such a hostile person. Yeah. 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 And I think one of the other, so one of the other survivors, um, her name's Lily. She is, she goes into talk to one of the officers, and I think it's actually one of the female officers. Yeah, because they contact her because her case was similar. Yeah. So her similar, case yeah. is similar, but... Again, correct me if I'm wrong. She wasn't raped because she fled. She, I think she yeah, was in the middle of getting. She did. She, she did. was. Yeah. Jumped okay. Off oh no. Balcony. Jumped off the balcony. I don't. I know she jumped off the balcony. I don't think she. I think he came in, and he tried. Yeah. And, and she, yeah. she fled she by jumping off the balcony yeah. and severely hurting herself. herself. Yeah. Um. And but and so they contacted her because I don't. I don't think her case was processed in the same way because it wasn't treated as like a, like air quotes like full rape like it wasn't like the like, uh, the rape case so it wasn't processed in the same way. Yeah. But they had yes. like they had similar similarities in terms of this like the type of attack attacker. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah the. Um, I would argue that's a better way to go. 
<laughs> well, they, she said that. She said, at least I didn't get raped. Yeah. She said yeah. it. In That's the, uh, a fucking thing. better way to go. Jump off a fucking balcony than mm-hmm. have Break some fucking sweaty, own. nasty man put his penis in mm-hmm. fucking side of you for fucking mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. yeah. Better way to I go think... is to have, not to have a fucking sweaty man put his penis into you. Cutting it off. <laughs> That's the other way. How dare you? Okay. The audacity. The audacity. Say that again. The audacity. So what I was going to talk about, and that <laughs> it wasn't cutting off a few minutes, <laughs> but we wouldn't be against it if that's the but, way how to but we don't survive. Oh my goodness. Um, so when they bring her in, she's talking to, I think it's um, Grace, and Grace says to her, because she's talking about what happened, and Grace says to her, no one is questioning your credibility, and then she said, I'm not going to even engage in that one. And it was so Beautiful. absolutely powerful Beautiful. because it was so simply like that's all you've done. That's that's so new. Yeah, I, that's I all you've done is like, and not her, not the female detectives, but the, but the prior yeah. detective that was not great. He was an old white bald guy. Um, we don't like bald men. We're kidding. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I bald men. Oh, I love. Nope, I'm not going to <laughs> that. We won't engage in that. We won't engage in that conversation. And I think that... I think that... Well, I think and they, they, go ahead. Well, so... Uh, basically, like, it comes out that, like, so sh- these... The Karen and Grace were not the people that were investigating her case originally, yeah. obviously. And, but the people that were did an awful job. Mm-hmm. And so not only were they awful in terms of how they didn't believe her and kind of were dismissing her case, but then she actually comes in at a later episode... With the weapon, oh, yes, she found in the she knife. Found the knife. Found, like she <laughs> literally walked into the police station <laughs> and she held it. She was holding it, being like, "Are you kidding me? You motherfuckers <laughs> were so bad. You left a knife in my courtyard." Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and she just went out to like prune her bushes, and yeah. she found it. Yeah. and then they go to take her away because she brought a knife into the yeah. police station. Police station. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, thanks for bringing that. That was really funny. Um, but yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was different. Yeah. But they do talk about it's this whole idea of how being raped is traumatic, being sexually assaulted is traumatic, and then you have to replay this story, and yet they say specifically right in it, trauma victims aren't credible and they're not reliable because mm-hmm. their story changes. And it's this idea that we, we as survivors, are supposed to have perfect memories mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. what? Linear. So Linear. You, you remember things mm-hmm. moment by moment, color, shape, size. But it's funny how when men go to war and things happen and they get PTSD, they're not expected to come back and tell the same stories over and yeah. over again. Yeah. yeah. So what is it? What's the difference? The standards are different. And it's gendered. I hear you. It's a rhetorical question, but therein lies the rub. Yeah. So, anyway, to kind of wrap up, like, No, but going to war, I think, is more consensual. No? (laughs) No? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, people sign up to go to war. Women do not sign up to get get raped. You just used the word, I don't know. Oh, consensual! I thought you said something else. What did you think? You've been hearing a lot of different things lately. We won't get into it on the podcast, but I'll talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, actually, Kara, that's a great point. Right? Yes. Yes. 
were it well mm, hold on though <laughs> there's a I lot know, of we can yeah, unpack yeah, it I was just gonna say there's like but an, there entire, are we an entire episode. are we taking on the military industrial complex right now <laughs> we <laughs> can <laughs> but we don't have enough time so yeah. stay tuned definitely stay tuned yeah. Yeah. Next I know, this is a big topic we're getting into an hour in like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like how that came out though I like how that came out that's a conversation to be had because I think there's so. a whole there's a lot of information on PTSD and trauma Read yeah. oh, yeah. something. Yeah. And why is it the police job to prove whether or not you're telling the truth? Isn't their job to record and to investigate? Their role no, I don't is... want them to investigate. But I want them to role. prove prove it. No, that, and no, it's a crown. No, 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 no. Prove that I was right. No, no, Well, so there's the, the, the like that is the lawyers. Like that's the crown. Like that's yeah, the so. Whereas the, the, the literally the police job is to say. Here's Use let me gather yeah, all the evidence that I can and investigate what I can mm-hmm. and hopefully hopefully come up with the person that did it so that I can present it to the crown so that they can prove it. See, that's a minimum. And they couldn't even do the fucking minimum. They went out of their way to disprove something that was their job to fucking write down and say something. It's pissing me off. That's but that happens all, all the time. Ta- it does. Yeah. 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 It makes me even more upset. We need to do training. Yeah. Okay. So all the detectives out there. never seen Kara angry? <laughs> this is me, passionate and outraged. And I'm here, we're here for We're here for all of it. Yeah. So I think to like sum up how it kind of ended was the fact that because of these two bomb-ass detectives, mm-hmm. the good the good bomb-ass. The and, their team, and their team. Of and their team. People that they assembled, yes. And their team, yes, uh, of people that they assembled. They found similarities between mm-hmm. a bunch of cases, mostly like five, six. Mm-hmm. But at, at the end, the guy was charged with like a bunch more. Yeah, because like so they, they said that because every time he stopped and started, it counted as a new count of rape. Mm. Oh, I actually oh. Didn't know that. Yeah. So every time, so because he was raping them for hours multiple on end, times. and it was multiple rapes, every time he re-entered them, that to use it graphically, count. it was another count of rape. Oh, oh thanks I for explaining no that. No I actually idea. didn't know that. I thought I that that made me like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Motherfucker, you gonna stay there yeah. longer? You gonna get more counts? <laughs> I think he's in prison for life, right? He got a really long sentence. Like, yeah. it was like 300 years like or something like that. Yeah, it was like, yeah, he but got multiple life sentences. But it's funny how he was willing to lose kidnapping as if that would have been a lesser charge or less embarrassing. He didn't, like, it was just because he didn't value women. He literally said, like, when people were like, well, why, why are you doing this? He's like, it's because it's easy. Yeah. He literally has... Ex- well, so he, okay, so that. because of the similarities in the cases, these two women... Found him. He was ex-military, and uh, yeah, they found him, and so they got him, and he came quietly, mm-hmm. and and so it should without issue. One of the major kind of pieces in the cases was the photographs. Yes. And was the fact that he was taking photographs of all of the women at every which they found site, at his house. which they mm-hmm. found after yeah he had evidence of everything there yeah they found everything that like they had made a list yeah for the detectives to go in to be able to like have a search warrant for for them to be able to mm-hmm. take those things and they found every single thing on the list they said every and it was like the mask lube like the, the camera yeah the camera and they had everything and so part of how they were able to like have this evidence was that they went through the photos but the reality what what irked me <laughs> irked, irked me severely was it do you not remember that there was um 
uh, password protected mm -hmm. file. Yeah. Oh, you never got never right. find out what's in it. Yeah, because... But that's real life. I know. <sighs> Hence, Mecca being out. Yeah. We've got to get Allie it's on gross. that one. Uh, yes. You have to do electrocution. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's Every time so you're on the podcast, it's like something goes out of left field. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I think what was interesting about him, so once he was caught, he was in custody. He was holding on to a fucking bathroom. He wasn't, who knows what was on that. So he was in custody. And I, they did a body exam on him, and I've actually never seen a body exam done on an aggressor mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And they With show him penis. stark naked. Yes. With his little Which baby I was very penis. surprised. <laughs> it pissed me off. I was not surprised because he went multiple times. When? In the women. Later. When he was raping them multiple times, and his penis was small. So I no. think I think yeah. that was like an yeah. interesting <laughs> thing is the fact that they did like uh, a body exam on him, which was really good to see. Yeah. I think it was because we have to see them done to women all the time, mm. and the fact yeah. that we actually mm -hmm. got to see them done mm -hmm. it done to a man at the the, the man, mm -hmm. um, the and rapist. then the other the rapist. the rapist. And then what what was also interesting was they talked to his brother because at one point they didn't know which, which man mm -hmm. it was. And We're using old DNA. This is an old case. Like, yeah. it's, it's not that old. And no, but like, it I was remember like, the case. Yeah. When I was oh happened. wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Mm -hmm. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> the same age as you, Shalina. I got you, Nicole. <laughs> See, you against me this whole time. Watch your pen. pen. Watch the pen, <laughs> yeah. um, But I think what was interesting was when they talked to the brother and they tell the brother what, what he's done. Mm -hmm. He actually said. You should have just killed him. That would have hurt my mom Mother less. Miss. And I was shocked. I I was actually shocked that that was the response because most men that you hear in the media that are rapists, a lot of times, and I'm going to say this from personal experience, being in trials, court trials, their mother is with them, yeah. standing with uh -huh. them, supporting them, and whatever, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so for, While the survivor's alone. While the survivor's alone. And so mm -hmm. it's interesting to hear that person, from a man, yeah. first of all, and then about the mother of mm -hmm. the rapist. The rapist. So I found that super interesting. Yeah. It was also, again, Grace Rasmussen. What about us? Because they think they thought it was the other brother, and so the other brother leaves. Karen yeah. Duval follows him, and they go to knock on the door because they think no mm -hmm. one's home. Yes. And the rapist answers the I door. I was terrified. And like Grace is like, "Oh, we're out canvassing. There's a whole series that. of robberies." I was like. She's good. And yeah. she's like, she having a post there. Yeah. And even, yeah. and even the FBI agent was like, whoa. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's going to be the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah exactly. Yeah, I just like remember like, from my undercover days, I was like, oh, I love her. Love her. <laughs> That's a mood. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, what was interesting was they didn't go to trial. No. He pled guilty. Mm -hmm. And he said specifically, that he doesn't want to put the victims through the trial. And that mm -hmm. was, it, it's very interesting that this like, caring yeah. kind of- found very ironic and saying. odd. Right, about, about, the about the actual rapes. Like he right. put a blanket over mm -hmm. one of the uh, 
survivors because she was cold during Do you it. think that that was to, like, make him feel less guilty for what he was doing? Yes. I don't know. If I you're think a rapist it, out there, was. tell us why I would do that. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Please send us an email. <laughs> 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 Call us. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, this is, like, I, I'm so, so obsessed with, like, murder shows and murder podcasts. Oh, I'm and I am. Serial, yeah. And they, yeah, like, serial. But then also, so, like, Mindhunter is another oh, Netflix yeah. series. I hate that. Okay, well. <laughs> From left field there, Kara. <laughs> I, it's pretty awful. Go go. Anyway, but they talk about that a lot. Ter- I don't know how, I think it's, a, I think there's a lot to be said about that, but like in terms of like criminal psychology and around yeah. the idea of like there's things that murderers, rapists do that are like signs of guilt and signs of like, so like if they like take care of like, in terms of, like, murderers, if they take care of the body when they're, like, essentially disposing of it, but, like, the way they dispose of it can show a guilt. And so I'm, like, I definitely think that, like, him doing things, like, putting a blanket on them, I think it was him trying to absolve his guilt. I don't give yeah. a shit. No, I don't give a shit I don't either. give a shit I don't at all. Give a shit I was at just all. curious, yeah. Yeah. like, as yeah. to why that was, yeah, yeah. yeah and why I that was kind of shown. I just think he was just <laughs> thinking he was a compassionate rapist. Like, he showed them care, so therefore he had the right to do this. And yeah. and do it on multiple occasions. Yeah. And do it on multiple occasions. Yeah. Like, I felt he was just in that space. I, he and also, their his trophies were their underwear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those yeah. were actually kept very neatly. Neatly. Yeah. I think that was him. That's the way he, that was I also, style. I don't think that has so anything to do with I emotions. definitely know, I don't want to name names, but I definitely know if you men. Rapist. No. Okay. Not that I know of, but I probably do. Because, like, we, we all probably, probably do. We all do. Yeah, like, I'm just... Oh, my God, I hope not. I would but, be... No, but I definitely yeah. know a few men yeah. that would say that, like... Like, I'm thinking of one guy in particular where, like, he talks about, like, how good of a... Like, how great of a guy that he is and how he's such a good boyfriend mm. and all of these things. But then, like, is totally degrading to women. Like, just has, like, his, like naked posters of women everywhere and just talks about women's bodies like they're just these things but then we'll go on and on about like how, exactly that like they're just these objects or like things to be stared at and but then we'll talk about like how much of an upstanding boyfriend he is and how, what a great guy and how he just loves to spoil his girlfriends and I'm like those don't correlate yeah. like you like just because you buy your girlfriend nice jewelry yeah. does not mean that you respect women yeah and I think that that like I just think that like well, that's like yeah, yeah. Like, so I sorry to interrupt. Not. I knew a guy that went to school with my partner in London, Fanshawe, and that's he, funny. I think this person went there too. Oh dear, maybe it's the same guy. Fanshawe contact us. We are coming educate your entire Western and Fanshawe need us. Yeah. They do. So contact he, us. He was he was super hot, super nice. I met him a couple times because they played um, squash together a couple times and whatever. Mm-hmm. And anyway, every time I saw him, he had like a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so Chris and I were talking about him one day, and he would pick up a girl at the bar that was overweight, and then he would Let's spend like five months with her and get her to be like get her to work out, change her eating habits, do all <laughs> these things, mm-hmm. get her to a skinnier like frame not overweight either i don't like that word oh okay but that's okay so like um what would you like just like a fat fat body body. body. okay fat body and so and then like five months later maybe maybe three four months and then he would break up there when they were skinnier 
And he thought that he was doing like a, 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 a favor to the world, yeah. a, public, a, yes, a, public. a public service. And he oh. was like, "Those women are gonna go out, and they're gonna find better men. They're gonna be more attractive." I think we should name names. On <laughs> yeah, I want to name his name. Kara, so bad. <laughs> yes, I'm with oh, you. Oh, I hate this man. I don't know his name, but that's what he are did. You sure? And and I knew him for like two years, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this until like. Is he on later. your Instagram? No, no, no. Literally. That's un- this is before Instagram existed. I fire you. How old are you, Shalina? Same age as Nicole. Young at heart. But yeah, and he used to do this, and that. I bet that's the same that's guy you were talking like, about, I just and think, that's the same guy I think that there are at. these men out there that think that I'm so good to women, but it's like you have no respect for women. Oh, and no. And those are two and totally you don't value di- women. Yeah, exactly. That's different. And so I think that's yeah. exactly this kind of guy. Yeah. Like, it's like he thinks he's good to women, but he thinks that they are nothing. I haven't thought about or that. Or it's like men need to start. might as well be raped all by All men listening need to start thinking about that. Like, what can you do better? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Okay. There is a lot, unfortunately, but you have to start somewhere. So then, I think, like, going into the actual courtroom that takes place, I think it's in, like, the last episode, and there was a couple things that were, like, really rang true to me, because we've been in courtrooms, we do court watch here at Women at the Center, and we've done sexual assault trials, and when he walked in, and you saw the reactions of all of the women, it was... Like you felt like I felt like I was gonna throw up. Like it was it was awful. One, Um, and then when the one woman talks straight to him, Doris Laird, she was the frat mom, and she talks specifically to him, and she says, "What? What did I do? I need you to tell me what I did because I've stopped doing everything. I've stopped doing my routine. I'll be in the middle of doing something and then I'll stop because I think someone's watching me. Stop mowing the lawn or like yeah, I've stopped like planting my flowers, Mm -hmm. going outside, doing all the things that that used to bring me joy Mm -hmm. and like a sense of community, a sense of like purpose, a sense of all these things. And so she really talks to him and she says like, "What did I do? Like, tell me." Tell me what I did that you saw that made you want to come and choose me and rape me. So it won't happen again? To her. Yeah. Which and I think that, like, because that was something that was unique. I shouldn't say unique. Something that I think the detectives noted as unique was that there was such differences in the survivors. Like, he didn't have a specific a type. type. Yeah. That he was targeting. Like, different race. Yeah, like age, mm-hmm. race, like, everything. And yeah. so I think that then led to that even more just this yeah. like why me like yeah. what what was i <sighs> yeah but i think that's even more problematic to think that you've done something to oh absolutely that mm-hmm. type of attack or it's not on them like what why are you like this i oh, feel like it should yeah. have been a, it should have been directed the yeah. other way but mm-hmm. i can't tell her how and I think it's I think it's it's, it's it's how you process right. It's like yeah, I, it's, like she it's had, a normal reaction. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, like she had stopped. Living but I hate that time. it's a normal reaction to say I, know. I did something. Yeah. I was out one day, and this yeah. is why this but, happened to me. And that's the importance of like first responders, yeah. right? Is that like you need to be able to challenge that. She did the, the Doris had she she was a frat mom, and she did say that like she had like. A good community around her, like mm-hmm. like with the yeah. with the frat boys. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually agree. Which was so surprising, yeah. yeah <laughs> Which like feels weird to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually agree. I, I think we need to explore that a little bit more. Kara's point around changing the conversation. 
that it isn't about women. So we're speaking now direct. I'm speaking now directly to survivors. It is not you. It isn't anything you did. There isn't anything you could have done differently. Mm -hmm. It is him. Yep. And for society to keep uh, sort of pr propelling this narrative that there is something that's... What were you wearing? What were you wearing? Where, were why you were you out? Why were you at his house? Why were you by we, yourself? Yeah, we, yeah. Need, we, we are here to shift the conversation. Mm -hmm. That there is nothing women can do to keep themselves safe. Mm -hmm. There is everything rapists can do not to rape. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that society, that society mm -hmm. needs to stop putting the onus on women mm -hmm. to police and yeah. stop and living living life enjoying the oxygen just being out because some man feels that he has a right i am tired of women taking that burden yeah. we, we're not here for that burden no. and telling survivors stop buying into the discourse of what why me it's not me mm -hmm. yeah it's him it's him yeah. they wouldn't like it if women started carrying weapons <laughs> they wouldn't. Left field. They wouldn't. Love no, I'm like, my mind is going all th these ways. Like, they're waiting for people to start getting violent. Yeah. Yep. Like, they wouldn't like that. I, so, I think the... Well, it's, it's the same idea that, like, we always... Like, I, I think it's a common kind of quote or, like, a, like idea that's put out there that, like, if men were raped at the... Whip, the like, at the same rate... rate women yeah, were if raped. men were mm -hmm. raped at the same rate that women were it wouldn't be a thing anymore. Like, right. there would be oh, systems in place to make this issue stop. It wouldn't even be a problem. Yeah, and or like even, or like the idea, like if men were the ones that got pregnant. If it was female pregnant, perpetrated like, violence, we would all be yeah. in prison. Oh yeah, or just like, <laughs> like there would be no female, we, we would be murdered. Or just like if, or it's like, or the, if men were the ones that got pregnant, abortions would be like happening at drugstores. Like it's just yeah. like, if men, if something is concerning men, our systems will bend over backwards mm -hmm. to accommodate men and perpetrate those that have harmed them. But when it's women that are the ones that are being harmed, like our system is completely fine leaving well, the men to drive. White men. And I like the quote that I saw is like if men were as outraged if men were outraged as the if men were just as outraged as they are with periods. Oh then yeah. there wouldn't be rape. Like, if they were just as outraged with yeah. periods as they are with rape, it wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my whole thing is that the system, I've said this over and over, it wasn't, isn't broken. It was specifically made Built. this way. It was designed this way to benefit yep. that group, that one particular group. White who Then get to live off of the toil and trauma of everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. Everybody else. And so... And, and then, oh, sorry, go ahead. No. I was just going to bring it back to the show. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh -huh. So, <clears throat> he, so, the survivors have a chance to speak to him, and then Victim he, impact statements. Yeah, they're victim impact statements, and then he's charged with, like, the most that he can possibly get. The judge actually calls him prey and pure evil, which... Never heard of that from a judge. Yeah. I know. I was like, I wondered if that was um. I don't know how realistic. Cool. Yeah, like that was a, a little uh, dramatized for yeah. TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then simultaneously, Marie Adler is still going through her. Uh, I think fight. at this point they had found her photos. They had found her photos. They and had so what had happened was that like as they're going through all the photos of all the cases, they're the like. IT person basically with detect the two detectives Karen and Grace like 
sits down and they're like, can you identify that all of these women are the women that are going to court, like are that are are the survivors? And they go through them all. They're like, yep, yep, yep. And then mm-hmm. they're about to leave, and he goes, no, there's one more. Yeah. And everybody watching the show, or at least me, was like, <gasps> it's her. Like, of course you know it's yeah. her, but now yeah. there's evidence. Yeah. Like I didn't now. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was confused. Okay. <laughs> the segues between the okay. years. It was confusing. Yeah. Were you? Did we? I was confused. You were confused too. The way too. they were jumping back. Yeah. And the way they were going back and forth. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. really clear, and I was like, "What's happening?" I think I and caught on. And slowly. because well, and so one of the major, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, but one of the, like the line that stuck out to me the most, mm-hmm. of like the show, the one that like still sticks with me, is that so basically, they see that. Marie is also one of the survivors and was the very first one. And when they are talking to the rapist about like why he did this and like how he got away with it, he said, mm. well, there was one back in whatever city she was from. Washington, Seattle. Yeah, there was one back there that I was sure I was going to get caught for because mm. I did everything wrong. I left tons of evidence there, but then they, I never got, I never got caught. And so I just kept going. Yeah. That. Yeah. I just got goosebumps even just talking yeah. about it. Like, I'm like, that, that killed me. See? Yeah. The that, minimum. The fucking yeah, minimum. They, that was the case that could have caught him <laughs> from the very beginning. beginning. Yeah. If they had believed Marie, there wouldn't have been four other they're victims. They're like, and I'm using the word drops. victim there purposely. Like, there wouldn't have been four other women attacked. There wouldn't have been four other women that had their lives ruined Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make what happened to marie any better Mm -hmm. but like they could have had him he left dna there they would have they would have given her justice like that well well, this is this is my whole thing around police around how are you in a job that's supposed to be doing something (laughs) and then you are lazy as fuck lazy as fuck and and then you you do the minimum and you, you, you pin it even do the fucking minimum. Well, you pin it on somebody. I don't know if it's about. I think maybe for some it's about laziness, but I think others it's I feel like how they, they're trained. And, like it's and like I feel they're like they, trained to not. Go ahead. No, go ahead. They're I, I actually hadn't landed, but. Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> She's still in the air. She's still in the air. I'm still hovering. <laughs> no, no. Why don't you go like ahead. Land. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I was just about to say that it's it's. How do you sleep at night as a police officer, mm-hmm. knowing well, suspecting that you're pinning it on possibly an innocent person? How do you go to bed and sleep at night? Well, and in this case, they I didn't even pin it on someone problem. else. How do you go to bed at night telling someone that it didn't, didn't happen? happen? Okay, that goes I, back to something that happened. I'm so sorry. That goes back to something that happened. Uh, to Karen Duval, and she tells the story of it, and she says that she went to a domestic violence dispute, oh, yeah. and the yeah. the woman was covered in bruises yeah. and like had obviously just been attacked, and so they took the guy away, and then the woman didn't want to go to the hospital, yeah. and so the paramedics fixed her up, but like as best as they can, because obviously they only have an ambulance, mm-hmm. and. She she said something didn't feel right, yeah. and so she was gonna go back after her shift 
to make sure that woman was okay. And then she said, because it's a brotherhood, the police system, mm -hmm. and they said that those men invited her out for a beer. The other police officers. And the other police officers. And so she wanted to be a part the of the team and fit in and do all those things that as a woman in a male-dominated place, mm -hmm. you, yeah. you sometimes succumb to You feel to unnecessary. It. You feel yeah. like you have to. And so she did. And as she was out for beers, she got a call that that guy got out on bail. He went back to home, mm -hmm. and he shattered her leg, and he... He killed her. He, no, he no, no, no. Brain injury. And so she, she was literally a different person from that point on. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I don't go home. I, like, I don't leave the party before it's yeah, dead. Yeah. I stay till the very end, yeah. knowing that, and I think that's the persistence, and that's like the things that you guys were talking about, about this yeah. amazing. I, but I do think that it's like, I don't, I don't think that these, I shouldn't say, I don't know. But in my mind, I don't think that people, these cops are going to their job being like, well, I'm just gonna be lazy today. Or I just don't care today. I think they. It's like I think yeah. it's so embedded, right? Like it's I think trained. that we're so. It's trained within the systems. It's trained within society yeah. that like we don't believe women. We don't care about women. They're just objects. It doesn't matter. And so I don't think it's that they're being lazy or that they like are just like, well, that's an easy day. Mm -hmm. I think it's that they literally are like, who cares? And yeah. they, no and one. They think, no. I actually think that they think that they are doing an amazing job. Like, like I think that yeah, Detective Parker and he whatever the other guy's name is, they thought that they were excellent detectives mm -hmm. because they were investigating, trying to do a little bit more than the yeah. bare they minimum, so but they, they charged her. Yeah, they, so, he, yes, he, he did, they thought he that they were doing this, the legal system, like this justice, justice mm -hmm. by like saving them from- Keeping an innocent man out of jail. Yeah. That's so, my problem. So it comes back to him at the end because Obviously, when they find the evidence that Marie Adler was obviously a victim of this man's, Chris McCarvey's, the rapist, um, they call, these two female detectives call Detective Parker and let him know. And he, his first reaction is, no, that case, that case was closed. She lied. That was a I false love, report. And I love the move that and, Grace did. She, and she sent him the pictures. She sent him a photo. A fo and one of the photos actually had her driver's license in it. And so he, this cop, Detective Parker, realizes, fuck, I, I was wrong. fucked up. I made a mistake. And so he actually goes to Grace. No, Marie. sorry, goes to Marie Adler. Well, he goes to Grace too, actually, to get mm -hmm. more information. And then he goes to Marie Adler to apologize. And he actually says to Grace, sorry, not Marie. He says to Grace, I always think about those bad cops. And I think about... They should get off the force. Who let them on? All that stuff. And then he goes, "Am I that guy? Am I the bad cop?" So like, I think it's, I think it's what we all just said. Like, I don't know if it's laziness. I think it's they're just built that way. Just like the system is built that way. It's not broken. Like, it was built that way. These cops are built that way. They're yeah. not built. They're 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 allowed to. They're they're, they're ignorant socialized to, that way. Their ignorance is is validated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like police officers that kill black children mm -hmm. and black women and black men. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they go home, they kiss their wives, they kiss their kids. But you, you, you... They think they did their job. Yeah. By shooting... By and, murdering. And, yeah, yeah, murdering. And, 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 and you're, very, you're very specific as to who you point your gun at. Because yep. you never mm -hmm. shoot a, a, yep. an unarmed white boy yep. or woman. Or unarmed. 
Or, or, or we've seen very white, yeah. violent men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Violent white men who somehow miraculously get taken away in handcuffs yeah. and put gently in the back of a and police And brought car to Wendy's. And, and yeah. <laughs> so so my, my thing is, I, I, I think... <laughs> It's actually I, disgusting. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give them that benefit that they are actually good human beings because good. Human no, I, I'm not trying to say that they're good. Oh no, I'm just, No, I. They I don't think, think that they're, they're good. Doing good. I. I think that they think they're doing their job. See, their ignorance is validated. Well, yes. Well, yes. Yes. It's also, no, it's no, also no, a, no. It's I disagree. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's like um. D- Complete digression, but still on point about Trump oh. and his use of the word lynch. Oh, oh. right. The, Another the, topic. The, That's, the, yeah. That you, if you think about the what time. lynching was back in in back in the day in the states, that you had good white people showing up at lynchings like a fucking picnic, and watching another human being being hung from a tree, burned. And you're all smiling to cameras, and then you go home. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that that is that's normal, and that they think they're being good. You know what you're doing. Like, oh, or Nazis in 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 Germany. These are people who know what they are doing, and what when the rest of us are saying, well, you know, they don't know it's a system. The system is is the system, but it is peopled by people. Yeah. It is populated by individuals it's populated by human beings who eat they have o positive blood they they have sex with their wives they kiss their children at night but they then feel that they have this expectation that they are somehow better and the more we try to say well you know it's a system fuck it's not the system it's people it's people it's not the system it's men it's these men police officers who then go feel emboldened and when we blame it on the system i think we are absolving individual accountability and individual responsibility that's me yeah i think it has a lot to do with power but because you just mentioned that tweet that uh trump talked about mm-hmm. lynching in i kamala harris gave an epic response and so i'm just going to share it share the tweet and then the response okay so the tweet from trump trigger warning says, so someday if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here, a lynching, but we will win in capitals. And Kamala Harris, who is running for, to be Democratic uh, president, said, lynching is a reprehensible stain on this nation's history, as is this president. Will mm-hmm. never erase the pain and trauma of lynching, and to invoke that torture to whitewash your own corruption is disgraceful. Yeah, Anyway, to tie it up, we have shared a lot today, yes, uh, and a lot of our feelings and things like that. To wrap up, Marie Adler actually did get an acknowledgement from the police officer, which you can watch for yourself to not see if it was one, enough or yeah. not. But he yeah. does admit is wrong. And then. Um, what do you and think? he gets, and she. Are we gonna talk about what happened with her case? Like, and uh, they can watch it and. Like, I want to go, yeah. go ahead. She. Well, I think it's it like it's something for her, right? Like, so she. Not no, enough. She not enough. No, no, I agree. I agree. Okay. But she, because of this wrongful justice <laughs> that was done by the police and by the entire system. justice system. She was able, yeah, criminal justice system was able to 
pursue like wrongdoing and pursue, pursue legal civil. action. And so she went to her. They said like, their lawyer. Yeah, they, they were, but she went to her. She was referred like, by yeah, the her, to her original had, yeah. lawyer to the big the big guns who and, said an amazing thing and mm-hmm. talked about something really important and said I don't know why sexual assault victims are the only ones accused of lying because when you rob a house those victims of that robbery aren't ever accused of lying no. if there's like a car thief that person's not accused That's of lying something. and so he talks about that mm-hmm. I I just so basically she goes in thinking she's going to get a small amount of money like her $500 back or yeah exactly like she wants her $500 back and he's like no no we'll get you more yeah and they come back I can't remember the amount that she got she got a hundred hundred thousand yeah that was nothing and so and he says that he was like we, we can get we need to go back we gotta go I we gotta know if that what happened in real life though like I want to know if pardon you could look it up I tried looking it up I couldn't find it like I want to know if she wanted to stop the she process? was one of the executive producers, so I'm assuming. Oh, was she? She was. Oh, that's she's really important. She's listed as Jess Marie. Highlight. Yeah. So yeah. she she has never publicly been identified. As her last She goes last by name. Marie, yeah. and that is it. And so she was one of the executive producers wow. of this show. Yeah. So I'm assuming that would probably be, be correct similar, because yeah. usually when things need to be tied up, they'll do like blurbs yeah. at the end, and they didn't do a blurb. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that's... Yeah. Netflix well, hopefully. did a great job. They but did, yeah, her they lawyer did actually really was great in that moment and said, we can get you more. Yeah. Like, we can get you. Like, we like, should get you more. more. A lot more. And it was... Her. Yeah, it was, no. it was her that was said, I just want to get out of here. I want to start a new life. I want to yeah. get out. And, and she said, I want them to acknowledge. Yeah. I want an apology. Which we saw and so, so she, often in yeah. our yeah. research. Yeah. Yeah. Which we saw all the time. Yeah. People want acknowledgments, yeah. right? And so she actually went back. And it was so funny because she's not the one that showed up at the courthouse to get an acknowledgement yeah. from yeah. the rapist. She showed up at the police station to get an acknowledgement from the cop. Because yeah. they didn't want so who did the, not the real harm, but who did... The most. At, the yeah, most, at yeah. least half they of it. They did. You know? Yeah. But anyway, it was a great show. I hope... You heard something here today. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have more comments and stuff that we didn't talk about, like email us. Yeah, I'm sure let us know. That yeah. this will bring up a lot of stuff for you as well. Yeah. And we hope that if you decide to watch it now, you're just like careful with yourself and give yourself lots of room to process and take the space that you need while watching the show because it can be heavy mm-hmm. and like that you have a group of people as lovely as this. Yes. <laughs> to de- debrief with because it's yeah. heavy like, and it's a heavy show deconstruct yep. it although it's yeah. good it's got its yeah um critiques mm-hmm. yeah. so we're gonna check out with our oh, wine rating yes so oh, i need to calculate <laughs> so I... this was the adamo riesling and why didn't you sell because you you bought it never says she likes it and then by the end is like no so i love this wine i could Drink this one. Drink. So I'm gonna give it like a four point seven. Okay. Oh. Out of five. Kara can't because Kara was drinking Kara's with child. Sparkly juice. <laughs> Sparkly juice. Amanda? I would give it like a four point two. Nice. I liked it, but not as much as Shalina. Nice. Ooh. I like it. I would give it a four point six. Woo! Wow. Go yeah. girl. So everybody's looking at me with such. Come on, She's gonna come, on Nekka, come on, Neca, come on, our side. I actually like this. I'm giving it a three. See, no, that is. That's not a like. That's mediocre. No, that's three point two. The point to the math. I already did the math. I can't go back. 
to the group. Yes, I no, do. Yeah. Like, I am so honest. I know, I know we are, but like for the listeners, yes. we're all like, it's great. And NECA, NECA averages out I'm, what I'm we good. need average. Actually, the, the message is to Adomo Wines that you need to sponsor us. Maybe yeah. Shalina yeah. should say that yeah. rather than you. Well, 3.0. Well, no, because it, we rounded up. 3.2. She tried 3. to help you. <laughs> we rounded up at a 4 point something, oh so that's a good thing. We all loved it, and we've been there. We love we you. Have. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's I really love nice. it. I need more sparkle. Yeah. So what is our checkout question? Who wants to pose that? Our checkout question is, what's your last meal on earth if you had to choose? Can I go first? Because I wrote this down and I really thought Wow, about okay, okay. So I, I would start with a Caesar drink. Oh my um, gosh! I need to write mine down. I need with like a full rim and uh, spicy? celery. Spicy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. And, a, and a spicy okay. bean in there. And I would start with a Caesar salad as well as spinach dip um, <laughs> with baked pita. Both and then I would oh. have a stuffed chicken with spinach, cheese, and pesto and garlic mashed potatoes really with wanted. mixed vegetables. And then, like, depending on what time of the year it is. Depends on what's in season. Um, the dessert, I would have a hot chocolate lava cake with vanilla ice cream. Boom. Beat that. Top all of that. I don't think oh, we had, like, a course <laughs> in mind. I, I missed your appetizers. What did you have to start? Appetizers? Yeah. Never heard that. Oh, um, With my Caesar drink, I said a Caesar salad and then um, spinach dip with baked pita. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. I like those as well. I don't have mine. I'm not going I can go. I can go. Okay. I can make it up as I go. Okay. I didn't think about drink until you, you said that. Same. So, I, don't know. I love a gin and tonic. Ooh. Um, Hendrix, please, um, with cucumber and a little bit Hendrix? of pepper. Yeah, that's how um, my uh, partner's mom and stepdad make them. Mm. Oh my god, they're good. Okay. And like, they got me into gin and tonics with Hendrix, so now I can't go back. Of course, which won't. sucks for my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be my starter or my drink to stir. I also want a Caesar salad, a really good Caesar yeah. salad, like the keg. Yeah, the keg hit us up and French onion soup. Oh, the keg is also really good for that. <laughs> I think I might just Why go to the keg because a lot of my things are around the Let's keg. Let's go to the keg. Um, Which is Zach's favorite restaurant. We found out at your shower. That's true. I mean, it worked out for me. So he goes there every year on his birthday. Um, I think I'm torn between I love steak. I was vegetarian for like four years and I stopped because I miss steak too much. Wow. I love steak so much. Yeah. <laughs> like... Everyone's drooling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so I'm, I have two last meals because I can't pick. Okay. So like one would be like steak with green beans and garlic mashed potatoes mm -hmm. and like fried mushrooms and onions to go with the steak. Ooh, I didn't think of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. The other is more of like a a personal like feel good my mom makes this stuff I she's been making it since I was a kid and I called it chicken pasta stuff as a kid so that's what we call it because it's literally chicken pasta and stuff <laughs> and it's like egg noodles and like almost like a casserole style chicken with like cornflakes and cheddar cheese like such mom oh. recipe oh. with broccoli yeah 
Interesting. It's so good. It's just like comfort food to me. Like it's like very. When I go home now, yeah. I always request that meal because I like I could make it. I have the recipe, but it doesn't. It's not the same. Yeah. No. I need mom to make it. And yeah. so, if my mom could cook, I would have a lunch that day, okay. <laughs> and that would be like I would have that okay. um, as well. Nice. My dessert would be cheesecake. Kara, I did not think. Girl, oh, she just did it on the spot. You got to shoot too. Like, my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I might skip. Pick one. Anything. Anything. What would you have to drink? What Like, if I... like, what does that It would have to be a Bellini or a Sangria. Like, a really okay, good yeah. Bellini or oh, Sangria. Oh, a, a good yeah, red yeah. wine Sangria is also a good drink. Yeah. I love red wine Sangria. My main course would either be lamb, because I had a really good lamb one time, or steak, or... <laughs> I'm sorry, no yeah. Judgment We're here. really ju- like the the vegetarian and vegans around the table are not liking our answers. I, I, I offered the skip, but I'm they didn't sorry. want that, so I will continue. Bring it. Uh, Just so lamb or steak? Can you stop? That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Now she wants a beal. <laughs> don't. I'll tell you how it's made. No, don't tell me. Um, I would start with the Caesar or like red pea soup. You can have both. I love soup. I will have both. Yeah. It's my last meal. <laughs> and then my <laughs> my um my dessert would be cheesecake, carrot cake. Oh, carrot cake! Oh, right, really good. I'm talking like the best. Yeah, my mom it makes would, great. I could even do red velvet or um banana bread. Oh, wow! I love. Bana- like a really good banana bread. Do you like nuts or chocolate in it, or just straight banana bread? I don't want any of that. I just want the banana. Okay, bread. got it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, uh, potato potato pudding. Okay. Uh, okay. What's alongside your lamb or your steak? I was thinking mashed potatoes. Kind okay. of love mashed potatoes. But then I was like, I'm not doing anything Jamaican. So I would either do rice and peas, only because I never have another, I will never have another meal. Oh. But this is so dark. I don't want to think about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I need veggies too. So I haven't well, thought that your last far. meal. You don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is so about to die on the right side of things. You gave me a bad look with my lamb. Let me have my fucking veggies, Shalina. <laughs> Why did you say that when I said my lamb? Say what? You would die of a vegan? No, no, no. She said that la- lamb is a baby. Lamb's right, a baby. but you should have just left it because it was my last meal. Yeah. You judged me that. and you know. But as you die, you're taking someone else out? There are no, no judgment. Can you No judgment. Okay, sorry. I will never go <laughs> Okay. So for my for my drink, I would have to. I would have <laughs> White sangria, not a red. Oh no, the red one. Um, because <laughs> delicious. And my other one would be uh, crown royal and ginger. Yep, that's your thing. But Chris has to bake it. So no one else. And then I would do two things. I would fly to Thailand, and I would. Have... No, no, no. Oh, okay. You still on track? Yeah. We didn't talk about our vacation spot. No, no vacation. <laughs> this is what it's made. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know what? I can't get this meal shipped in. You gotta fly me to Thailand. Yeah. So, I'm gonna fly to Thailand, <laughs> and I'm gonna get the best fucking pad thai in the world. Mm. They make street pad thai, like street pad thai. Give me your street pad thai. No egg. But then, I'm gonna fly to Greece. Thanks for taking that. And I'm gonna have, or, or like, you know, somewhere Stop in the Mediterranean. Traveling. Stop traveling and pick the fucking. And I'm gonna have 
the best Greek salad oh. with all the feta and tomato because yeah. tomato I, I can just eat forever. But I want a huge hunk, like a huge hunk of tzatziki yeah. and some falafel <laughs> and pita. And I just want to <sighs> put my face in it. So then for my dessert, what I would get where are you flying I would fly to Newfoundland. Can you stop? <laughs> Jesus Christ, You're not Shalina. going anywhere. You're in jail. I'm not dying in jail. That's not how my story ends. So I would fly to Newfoundland. And shout out, actually, there is a company there called uh, Newfoundland Chocolate Company. And they have the best chocolates I've ever tasted in my life. In Newfoundland? And I, yeah, in Newfoundland. And it's like a little mom pa shop. And I would get your biggest box of like truffles and choose like all my different flavors. And like I want all of the things and I just want to die like in a big chocolate box. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the coffin. It's the chocolate box. <laughs> that's my <laughs> goal. That's your climax for sure. Yeah. So that was my trip around the world. Wow. Yeah. What about dessert? That's it? That's yeah, that's I just it. want a box of chocolate. Ew. Okay. <laughs> no judgment. No, no, she judged my fucking lamb. Ew. Yeah. I'll go and get you pet tie, bring it back to jail, and get she it. Doesn't she doesn't want it, she wants a lamb. Oh, I'm not bringing you lamb. Necka, <laughs> what's Sorry, Necka. Necka, I want to hear Necka's. No judgment. Um, I don't want a starter. My Do you main... want a drink? Oh, that's a given. Actually, that's my starter line. Yeah, dry. It's, no, it's a, it's a shot. I like shot. A Chardonnay, yeah. I do that That's dry as well. My main, I want jollof rice. Oh. I want jollof rice the way my dad used to cook it. Because it was just to die for. Um, so I want jollof rice, my main, and my dessert. I want Kara's mother's rum. Oh, food. yeah, that's good. Said that. She has. She baked for you. Did she do it? <coughs> she made a bunch of them. She's selling them. I would, was good. I would Our buy. next sponsor. I would buy. I w that's my dessert. I just have to go and get it. That's it. That's it. I will. I will just. Wow. Rice and dessert. Jollof rice and Kara's mother's cake. Are you sure that's what you want to go out? That's it. Jollof what about French fry? Oh, okay. On the side. You can have whatever you want. That's true. That's true. You can right. even have a lamb. No, and those little strawberry candies <laughs> you like. No, no, no. no, no. I just want jollof rice. A, a side of, of Joey's French fries. So that, that was, was our checkout. That was awesome. <laughs> that was. You know, to like bring that was up happy food. Food makes me happy. Oh, yeah, that's, food what, that's what I was trying to do. Food always makes me happy, so that's why I was trying to like lift it up. And then, it, and then we our last meal, like people dying in jail and people. <laughs> we could have just said our most ideal meal, but then people don't go full out, and I wanted full out. Yeah, yeah. I went full out. I thought was good. I, I you did. You did. You set the tone. You did set the tone. Yeah, I really like that you prepared. I did. I was like, I really have to think about this. Yeah. So, so we're going to say goodbye for now. Yeah. If you have anything that you want us to talk about, or if you have any recommendations, or anything like that, you can email us at podcast at, at womenofthecenter.com. Yeah, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you, Nicole, Amanda, and Kara for being a part of this discussion. Thank that you. Shalina for facilitating this awesome conversation. And thank you, Neka. Uh, Have a good night, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.